7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Speaking of AJ, look, let's be honest, the world's waiting. We're waiting, but it sounds like you're waiting too. Yeah, I'm waiting. There's a lot of, um, there's a few good offers on the table, I'm, I've been told, um, from a few different countries, which is exciting news for me. Um, I've always been quite sceptical about it all, like before all this, and I've been told that there's quite a few big offers on the table mm -hmm. from a few major players, so I'm very interested and excited to finally hear what they are um, and to see if they're, the, the one, feasible, and two, we can make it happen in whatever country wins the, the bid for So you did a post. You said three days TikTok, adding a bit of pressure to those involved. Yeah. Where do you stand in terms of that? Is there an extension made? Because today makes it Today's, the third day. Yeah, but it's Sunday, so it's not really um, a working day. You know, Sunday mm -hmm. in England's not a working day. So we have to go to Monday, Tuesday by the latest. Mm -hmm. So if I don't know anything by Tuesday, I'm just going to move on. Because it's been a long time in the making. Well, it was June when I did that video, when I said, oh, I've agreed, we've agreed terms to fight um, Joshua. Like, we both agreed to fight each other, but I've just got to fight Wilder first. That, mm -hmm. was, oh, that was a year ago, mm -hmm. nearly a year ago. So, yeah, it's been a long time. But um, So now we've finally got the officer on the table, and we'll, we'll go through them and, and take the best one. How confident are you, though, that it's actually going to get made? Because here's what a lot of people are thinking, Tyson. I'll be honest. A lot of people are thinking, oh, my God, here we are. We're getting so close, yeah. and this fight may not happen. Well, I think it will 100% happen, a million percent happen. Um, and I think we're going to know within the next couple of days who, what, where, when. Okay. Not who, but what, where, and when. Okay. Uh, so you're yeah. pretty confident you're not going to have to move on. No, I'm pretty confident this fight's going to get made in the next few days because from what I've heard, there's some big players involved and there's some big offers coming from very rich people and very rich countries. So, mm -hmm. Well, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabi Somosia, uh, Katleko Mudiba, producing the show, and Zalma Tribi is our technical producer this uh, evening. It is a Boxing Wednesday, hence we've opened with a clip from... The WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, who seems to be running out of patience now because the dates and the confirmation or the final details of his uh, much-anticipated fight with AJ are, is, are not being sorted out. And you can hear there that he's giving them until... The, the, until um, the end of the week basically to make this fight happen otherwise the man has better things to do so please Eddie Han and Frank Warren let's get together and make this fight happen and you, you might have heard when we spoke to Frank Warren a couple of weeks ago he felt that the announcement was premature made by Eddie Han he felt that they needed to just iron out a few things and sort out a few final details before making the announcement but now that the announcement has been made then they promise to work around the clock to make sure that uh, the fight or the fights do happen so Tyson Fury has spoken now so hopefully people will get moving it is a boxing wednesday so i'm not sure if i should just stick to boxing or start with the depressing news from the cricket because yo no it's not good the proteas were beaten by nine wickets today by pakistan even though south africa put on 203 on the board but they could not defend 203 and pakistan army they made a mockery of the target 205 for one in 18 overs two overs remaining 
Baba Azam, the best batsman in ODI cricket, hitting a sensational 122, while uh, the, uh, his fellow opener, Mohamed Rizwan, made 73 of 47. By the way, Baba Azam's 122 came off 59 balls with 15 fours and four sixes. Take that. And... Now we've forgotten what Aiden Makram and Yanaman Malan did in that 203-45 because they put on 108 for the first wicket with Makram making 63 of 31 and Yanaman 55 for 40 but it's nothing compared to what Pakistan have done. So they lead the series now 2-1. It is a um, four-match series this one so there is one more match left for the Proteas at least to salvage some pride here against Pakistan having already lost the ODI series. Surely now they can't afford to lose the T20 series so the pressure is going to increase on head coach Mark Boucher surely now guys. Um, so that uh, fourth T20 is on a Friday. Yeah, no. But but well done to the groundsman at Centurion. The pitch was a beauty to bet on. You could see from when the Proteas were betting that this is a stunning betting pitch and, and Pakistan uh, um, proved that right. And also, uh, Chapter 2, there is IPL. I know you love your IPL cricket. Who's playing today again? RCB and the Sunrisers Hyderabad. I saw AB, AB Divilas went out for one, so we all lost interest there. But um, RCB made 149 for eight in their 20 overs and the Sunrisers Hyderabad are now on Nelson. 111 for two in the 16th over so they need another 39 from 28 so it looks like they will uh, cruise to victory here the sunrisers are hyderabad abd villas plays for rcb of course so back to more exciting news now because it's a boxing wednesday tonight on the show we are going over to the uk we will speak to englishman sunny edwards who has been brave enough to challenge our very own murutim talane for his ibf flyweight title now edwards is 15 and 0 while muruti has not lost since 2008 that's 13 years now. <laughs> He'll be making a fourth defense of this title. He's held it since 2018, the second time around. He also held it between 2009 and 2014. And Muruti is South Africa's Sportsman of the Year, one of the most disciplined but feared boxers in the world. And uh, he's not a man of many words too. He doesn't say much. He prefers to do his talking inside the ring. So last week we heard from Murutim Talana's trainer, Colin Nathan, and now Sonny Edwards, the brother of Charlie Edwards, will chat to us about this fight that is set for the 30th of uh, April in the UK. And if you want to weigh in on this, you can send us your voice notes to this WhatsApp number, Tatera 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. Also on Boxing Wednesdays this evening, we will speak to Rumble Africa Promotions. They've put up another star-studded bill at the Boardwalk Casino in Kebeha next weekend. It's headlined by that eliminator between Usive Nonchinga and Christian Araneta of the Philippines. And a lot has been said about that. There's been so much build-up here. I know there's one a gentleman who's been tweeting us, asking us to speak to the special one Usivenunchinga. So he's agreed to speak to us tonight about this eliminator with Christian Araneta. So that's what we have on the show this evening. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. So where do we start? We're going over to the UK. Okay, then let's start there with our interview with Sonny Edwards ahead of his fight with South Africa's Morutim Talane, who will once again be defending his IBF flyweight title. They're going to square off on the 30th of April in the UK. Sonny, firstly, good evening from Sunny South Africa, and thank you very much for speaking to us tonight. No, no, thanks, uh, thanks for giving me your time. Thank you. How are your preparations going ahead of the fight against Morutim Talane? Yeah, very well, very well. Um, I know that I've I've got a very, very dangerous opponent in an uh, Amorati. Um, I know just how good he is. I've seen him up close and personal, and he's a great champion, one of the most criminally underrated champions in in the world boxing, and and has been for the duration of his career. 
in all honesty. He's been heavily avoided. So I know that I've had to, I've, I've not been able to cut any corners if I want to be competitive against this man. So I know that I've had to do everything right. And, and I believe I've done so. I believe my team have got the camp spot on. I think we've got the game plan spot on. And I'm really looking forward to the fight. Yeah. And you come off an impressive win against Thomas Asomba. That must have done your confidence a lot of good. Yeah, I mean, Thomas Asomba was an opponent that I am. Um, I got it offered to me. I didn't pick, but um, I do believe it was a, a good step on the way towards Maverick. That was always sort of my plan. Looking at the four world champions, I thought that was the route that I wanted to take. The IBF, I mean, it's a lovely belt. It's um, arguably the most um, legit- legitimized belt at the moment in world boxing. So I knew that Asamba would be for a very tough test. He's a very hard fighter. You know, he's got the Olympic background. Whenever he's been given notice and, and, you know, good opportunity to take a fight, he's often come out, you know, on the winning end. I mean, he um, he's a very, very good fighter. And, and what we say about him over here, that if he was a British, uh, you know, British-born and he was a two-times Olympian, his career would be, you know, worlds apart to what it is. But obviously, it's very hard for a Cameroonian trying to make it in in the Britain, you know, without the... Um, the support and, and the, the network of people to, to support you. So, yeah, and I, I got a lot of confidence from that. I've also been sparring him a lot in the build-up to this fight. You know, he's a friend of mine now. And um, hopefully he's been able to give me the, the hard rounds that I need to sort of emulate a fighter as good as Murati. Yeah. And besides the Somba, Sunny, you are 15 and oh. I mean, how has the step been for you from amateur boxing to the professional level? Um. I have always thought that I was more suited for the longer round because I am very fit. Um, you never sort of see me tiring in the second half of the fight. It's not something that typically happens with me. But I'm always quite a slow start, you know. So as the amateurs, the three-round fights, I was only getting awake halfway through the second round. And any time I could sort of you know, come on the wrong end of the decision, it was usually me losing the first round and then winning the last round. So... I've I've taken um, to it like duck to it like a duck to water. To be honest, um, I I like the longer rounds. I like being able to sort of dissect and break down my opponent and and really work them out because thirty six minutes is a long time to get to know someone in in, in a boxing ring. So I enjoy I enjoy the longer rounds. Yeah, and and there was an injury, Sunny, that you suffered against Junior Granados. I think it was an ankle injury there. Um, how challenging was that, and what does it take to recover from such an injury? Because I know a lot of people were concerned. Even your brother spoke about it at the time. Yeah, I mean, I got put down in the second round, um, and I snapped two ligaments in my ankle in that second round, and I still had to box on for another eight and a half rounds. You know, it was a ten-round fight. I came through it. I won pretty much every round, and I was going through excruciating pain. I couldn't put no weight on the foot eight weeks after the fight I mean uh, it, it was it was quite bad but with the right rehab the right um, you know uh, work to strengthen up as well as a, a nice long rest period I was able to strengthen it up and um, now it's a non-issue for me now um, you know I, I know how to tape up and strap up my leg properly so I know what I need to do um, it just is what it is and I think it's probably because of the way I box you know I'm, I, I move a lot I throw shots from all different sort of angles so it's kind of easy to roll in the ankle at some point doing that, but like I said, now it's, it's, it's a non-issue and has been it has been a non-issue for a while. Mm. Now you have a shot at a world title against the master himself, South Africa's sportsman of the year, Murutim Talane. Firstly, Sunny, even before this fight, you've been calling out Muruti, which means you really you really wanted this fight badly. 
nothing personal because I've you know I've got to know Mariti um, over a period of three weeks over in Ukraine. Yeah. We're both sparring partners for the WBA champion. And he's someone that I really look up to as a person, uh, as a fighter. And he, he's a really, really nice, humble human being. He, he really is. I can't. There's no personal uh, attribute to that. It's more, I believe in myself and I do want world title fights. Moriti is ranked by the Ring Magazine, who's a team that I hold, high, I hold in a very high regard. He's ranked as the number one. I've always said I wanted to, to be the best, and you can't physically claim to be the best until you beat the best. So this will give me all the lessons and, and all the information of myself that I need. This will show me what level I'm at. It is a fight I'm very, I'm extremely confident in. Um, you know, I wouldn't have taken a fight at this stage in my career had I not been confident in, in, in the outcome. Um, but I do know that it's going to be 12 rounds of... of of walking through hell to get there. I, I'm, I'm aware that he's going to bring stuff that I've never seen before, never experienced before. And that's what I want to learn about myself. And, I'm, and, I, and I believe I'm in a great place to do so. And how was that experience in the Ukraine? He's spoken about it to us and his trainer also spoke to us last week about it. Um, well, we never sparred each other. I mean, we was, uh, we was passing each other water and, and, and giving each other advice more than we actually did spar each other. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of experience sparring um, Dalakayan, who's a WBA. Mm. And I also went out there for a second time a few months later for his next camp. And then I did get invited at the end of the year for a third time, but I was having my first son uh, due at the same time, as well as a fight, so I couldn't make it over there. But loads of experience. I've also sparred other world champions um, and been used for their training camp. We've got plenty and plenty of other fighters. So this will give me a, a chance to really announced myself at a, a world level against a fighter that in the boxing terms is, you know, one of the most underappreciated and under you know, underrated to world champions that we've got. I mean, people don't take into account how heavily avoided Murray has been for his whole career. I mean, I'm a I study the sport, I'm a big fan of boxing and I know in his in between his two reigns of his IBF world titles why has he never had a unification fight? And that's because the other world champions aren't in the rush to fight him. Maruti has constantly proved time and time again that he will travel anywhere, any corner of the world to have a fight as long as they pay him fairly. He doesn't price himself out after the move in the start. He wants to be paid fairly and and I'm glad for his sake and for my sake that my team have put together an offer that he's seen the pokes yeah? and, and, and he's coming over and picking me as his voluntary defence. I mean, now it's my turn to sort of grab the opportunity of both hands. Yeah, and what do you say to those who believe you're punching above your weight here and you've asked for too much in Murutim Talani? I mean, you can see why people say that, but there's probably very few fighters that Murutim would get in with that that people would be sort of accepted of because he is that high level and he has beaten that high caliber of opponents. But all the fact is that he could really, you know... Uh, the fans could really sort of appreciate him fighting. They're not in no rush to fight Marty, even with the, the reward of winning an IBS title. So I'm taking a shot that not many other people are in a rush of, and, and, and maybe a lot of people will think that it's um, before my time. However, I'm an extremely confident person. I'm also very realistic. I've been boxing for 17 years. That's way more than half my life. I'm only 25 years old. And... Um, I believe in myself. I, I, I believe I've put work in. I believe I've got the style to cause cause majority problems. I know what I've got to go through to get it. Um, and I know how hard it is going to be. 
But at the same time, I feel like at this stage as well of Murray's career, you know, he is in the twilight stage of his career. Freshness and, and legs. There's a lot of there's a lot of rolling factors going around. Um, but like I said, I generally and have believed for a long time that I'm up there with with the elite. And I think this performance, regardless of the result, which I'm confident winning, regardless of the result, I believe I'll show along at world level because I'm not an easy night work for anyone. I don't know if many people in South Africa have ever seen any of my fights or, or, or any anything of me. Uh, I'm probably quite an unknown quantity that people just see who I thought might be kind of under-impressed by, you know, the calibre of opposition I've been beating. Um, but I can make... I'm like a puzzle, I'm like an enigma. It, it will take some figuring out for me, for, for Marathi, to, to be believe. Yeah. I'm not one of these fighters that stand in there and you hit me, I hit you. But really, for the large proportion of his 41 fights, his 39 wins, that's what he's got, you know. You know, people that are coming to just have a fight back and usually you can't do that, Marathi. He's like an immovable force. I'm not trying, I'm not going to attempt to stand there and trade with him, trying to hurt him. I'm going to be looking to outbox him, outfox him, outsmart him, and use my youthfulness, my legs, my ring IQ that I've developed to try and make everything on my favour on my terms. Yes, and actually, after you, call, you you called him out, or you mentioned last year that you want to fight him, South Africans have been following you now. We know a lot about your brother, obviously, but we've seen your fight with Marcel Braithwaite now and the one with Thomas Asomba, so you've got a bit of attention now here from South Africa. But, Sunny, do you also see there's a possible changing of the guard here if you win this fight? Um, definitely, um, definitely. Maruti, when I first came out of the first sparring session, that he, he, we both sparred Dalekane. I got out of the ring and asked him for a picture, a picture that I've still got now. Um, and the thing he said to me very first was, you are going to 100% be a world champion. They were the words he uttered out to his mouth in the first conversation me and Maruti ever had. So for me, it's like, this could be a part of the torch. And at very least, it's going to be a big, big lesson learned. I'm going to learn more from Maruti in, in them 36 minutes, those 12 rounds of boxing, than I've probably learned in my whole career against any of the opponents. That's how highly I can rate him. But at the same time, like I said, I'm here now. This is my arrival into world scene. I'm not looking to be one of these fighters that just sort of has a smashing grab. I want a very long career just like Marathi. I constantly said, even way before this fight was mentioned, I've always said I want to be boxing until I'm 35, 38, 40, as long as my body lets me because I'm a big fan. I'm a, I enjoy this so much. I've never had to work a day in my life. I've never had anything given to me. It's all been from my own two hands and, and, and what I do in a boxing ring. And I want to keep that going, and this is a big step in towards that legacy. I mean, no matter what happens, it won't be the end of the world. No matter what happens, it won't be the end of the world. Yeah. However, this will elevate me to then, when I do mention the likes of, you know, um, Nakatani's or Julio Cesar Martinez or, or Dalakayan or Costa or Maruti, when I do mention these fighters, it will give me the platform now to actually do that without the sort of getting laughed at, and, and rightly so. Because until you prove it at world level, you can't claim to be world level. But I know what level I operate at in the ring, in the gym, in my fights. When I'm switched on, I'm very dangerous. A lot of the fights I've had, fans have been underwhelmed about who I'm fighting. And also, I've been underwhelmed. I've been understimulated. You haven't seen the best of me yet. And I, and I genuinely do believe that. And we're fighting a similar to someone like Billy Joe Saunders or, or Tyson Fury that they raise for the challenge. Anything that they see beneath on. They cut the corner to get there because they know their talent will get them through it. But with this, I'm, I know how much of a professional I need to be. Really, this is this is my biggest fight of my career, my biggest fight of my life. 
Yeah, and and talking about legacy, you also mentioned that you want to do it for your brother Charlie Edwards. Why is that? I mean, it would be nice to have two world champions in the in the, in the family. It's not something that that I'm all too too fussed about achieving, you know, for him or, or for the family. This is this is for me in the 17 years of, of of hard work and dedication that I've invested into it, and to bring that belt home to my two young sons and, and mm. give them something to be proud of and show them that. With hard work, perseverance, and persistence, that you can achieve whatever you want it to be, whether it be in the boxing ring or, or anything else for that matter. Um, discipline and, and, and effort and hard work—they're the ingredients. Yeah, and how's little Bobby doing? Yeah, he's doing great. He's doing great. You know, he's only a week old. Um, this isn't the first time I've popped out a kid just before, um, just before a fight. So it's not affecting me too much. I mean, I've still had all my full of sleep nights. I don't live with his mother, so. I get enough free time, um, and I get to focus on my training. But as soon as I get back from from London, because I live up in Sheffield, as soon as I get back, my only concern will be spending time with my family. I mean, that's what it's really all about when it all boils down to it. Yeah, Christoph. And as we wrap up now, Sunny Muruti is thirty-eight. He has a lot of experience in this field. Do you? What's your best chance of winning the fight? Because he hardly goes down. Do you think pushing him to to the distance? Do you think the legs will go? How do you view it? I mean. I can't bank on him, you know, getting tired because of his age or, or him being past. I can't bank on that because I know how good he is. And he's a consummate professional. When he lives in the gym, I know from yeah. experience of me speaking with him, you know, he trains with people and he's in the gym every single day of his life. So I'm not expecting that. I mean, he's very, very young for, the, for his age and, and, and for his career. Like, look at him putting in 12-round, 12-round, 12-round title fights back-to-back. You know, he's not really flagging. Um, so I, I feel like I've got to stick to my game plan. I've got to keep fighting my fight. I can't get uh, sort of drug into any sort of wars with him because they're not the fights that I'll be coming on out, coming out of, uh, on top. You know, I mean, I've got to have him appreciate and, and, and respect my my punch and give him stuff to think about constantly. But I need to do it with you know my feet and my my brain, my brain and my IQ rather than my physical attributes because really physically I probably can't compete with him at this stage in my career. Even though I'm twenty five, I'm very youthful. I'm a very youthful twenty five year old. You'll probably see the best of me mm. when I am in the later stages of my career because if it's truth be told I'm like an eighteen year old in a in a as a twenty five year old. That that that's just the truth. I mean I've I've not even got no hairs on my chest barely. I've got, I've got my first couple that come out like a few weeks ago. <laughs> So I'm a very youthful 25 year old, but that will pay that will pay dividends, you know, throughout my career when I do start maturing and filling out. I'll just get there a bit later than everyone else. Yeah. Finally, how's the build up to the fight in the UK? Because it's picking up here in South Africa now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was um, I managed to announce a fight whilst doing punditry work live on BT, and there was a big buzz about it. They've also been, you know, promoting it on, the, on all the channels and, and whatnot, and a lot of people are excited. I mean. You have the certain people that are, you know, they've been adamant I'm going to be a world champion for for a long time now, and they're adamant this is going to be the time. But then there's also the people over in Britain that, cause I don't know how much of my personality people know about in South Africa, but I, I do divide people's opinion. I'm quite outspoken, can be quite controversial sometimes with some of the things I say. But 
there is a large proportion of people that are rubbing their hands at Marotti's coming over, thinking he's going to knock me out. They can't wait to see it. So there's going to be a lot of people tuning in regardless um, whether they want me to win or want Marotti. And I am glad at this stage of his career, like I said again, because in the conversations I had with him, he did tell me, you know, sort of how hard his career has been and, and the, the breaks that he never got when maybe mm. he deserved at certain times. So it, it, it is good that whatever I don't know what his deal, but whatever he is, it's, it's enough for him to come over here and, and, and give me a, a title shot. So for that, I'm very, very grateful. I mean, he probably wasn't short of the most offers, especially at this time um, and at this stage of his career. But like I said, he chose me, he chose my performance. I'm looking forward to putting on a good show. And, you know, we're headlining the show with a massive name on the undercard, uh, Michael Connolly, who's big over in America as well. So there should be a lot of eyes on it. It should be a good event. Um, there's, there's a lot of excitement behind it. It's not one of them cards that people are sort of yeah. looking down and nose on going, oh, but this, this, this is a waste of a Friday night. So, yeah, it should be good. I mean, I'm not sure when, when Marotti's coming over or how that's all working, but I generally just do hope that he has, you know, a very stress-free, easy camp, nothing to worry about, because I do generally want the best version of him. And I know, obviously, the world's a crazy place right now, and I'm just grateful that, you know, my, my team, my, 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 you know, Frank Warren, my, my management and, and everyone in between have managed to find the route of, of getting Marotti safely into the country during all, all this that's going on. And um, now I'm just looking forward to finding it. Yeah, he's told us that he's actually going to be flying to Tunisia now, I think sometime this week. They're going to spend a couple of days there before going to the UK so that they can ex- escape that quarantine from if you travel directly from South Africa to the UK. So so he should be fine. Finally, will there be fans there? Um, I, I think it's behind closed doors, but there'll probably be like a small selection of, okay. of people. I'm not too sure, but unfortunately, um, I was hoping that they would... It would be a bit of a, uh, a change over here before this fight because I'd have loads of people that have supported me from the beginning of my career who who can't wait for this. So that's disappointing, but it's like it can't be helped. You know what I mean? Um, we just got to get in there and do our job. I've had one fight already behind closed doors. It didn't affect me in any way. So, yeah, so the main thing is that you get in there and two men have a fight and then hopefully one person comes out as a winner. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. No, great stuff, Sunny. We wish you all the best. Thank you for finding time to speak to us in South Africa. You've really done a lot of great work to promote this fight. Everybody's looking forward to it here in, in South Africa, and we can't wait. No, well, thank you for your time, and thank you for giving me the platform. Okay, thanks, Sunny. What a brave young man there, Sunny Edwards. Who in their right mind would want to challenge a man that has not lost in 13 years in Murutim Talana, a true professional, a man who's fought in the same weight division since he started boxing. I mean, that takes an incredible amount of discipline and dedication and commitment. But credit to Sonny Edwards. He is not shying away from the fight, as you heard there in the interview. He wants the fight. Uh, he wants to test himself against the best. He has a lot of respect for Murutim Talana. Usually we get a lot of trash talk uh, before a fight, but this is not really like it because he really respects Murutim Talana. I mean, if, if you listen to his words, he says Murutim Talana is criminally underrated. Criminally underrated. And he says that a lot of boxers... Um, avoiding Murutim Talane even though he's the champion uh, but he knows also that Muruti might have had some offers that 
that, that could have enticed him to go fight somewhere else, but he chose to fight against him, so he appreciates that. He does not take it for granted. But it sounds like, I don't know what you think, but it sounds like this is a platform for him to prove himself. It sounds like Sonny Edwards wants to get out of the shadow of his brother, Charlie Edwards. He really wants to prove himself because a lot of people believe that he has not really been tested in his 15 pro fights at the moment. They're saying that he's fought nobody's basically. He's fought nobody that has been in the rankings and yeah, I guess if you look at his if you look at his record, you you probably won't recognize some of the names. I mean, the only one that just sounds familiar to me is a Somba who I asked him about because I know him from the All Africa Games. He won gold in Map at Maputo, and then the next year he went to London to the Olympic Games. He's from Cameroon, um, a Somba. That's basically the only name that I think. It sounds familiar. So you can understand why people are saying that he's fought nobody's. He hasn't fought a boxers in the top 20. So he really wants to prove himself here. Yeah? Wants to make himself a world a champion. And yeah, good luck to him. But he does admit that he believes that he will be tested in all ways by Morutim Talani. All he has to do is stick to his game plan. He's been doing a lot of sparring with Asomba. Uh, so yeah, it should be a great fight here between Sunny Edwards and um and Murutim Talani. We're looking forward to it on the 30th of April. We do have a voice. We do have a voice note. Okay, let's play it. We're still going to speak to Rumble Africa Promotions and we're also going to speak to Sivenon Chinga. A lot of you have been calling for him ahead of his eliminator. Uh, so that's what's happening on Paxing Wednesdays uh, uh, tonight. Uh, good evening. Once more, Tabiso Butingong from Indo and Eastern Cape. Tabiso, like I said at some point, you. You, you 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 make boxing sport to be the easiest sport you don't interview for people for for all those who know boxing already i mean your questions around son himself i don't even know him but the way you started the interview and the way you're moving with him you you you, 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 you i develop interest i must thank you for that tabiso I think if I were a first-year student and wanted to major in broadcast journalism, I wouldn't miss your, 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 your show. I've learned a lot of things, the questioning, the way, the posture in interviews, and the way you, you don't want to win the interview. You want the interview to, to, to be understood by people. I thank you for that, Tabiso Musia. I mean, I, I, I don't miss Wednesdays now. I'm, I'll continue. Maybe one day you'll hear me calling one or two, three or four boxers. I mean, knowing what is a chap and knowing what is a, a, a right hook and left hook. I'm developing. I'm developing. I say it with all my heart. Thank you very much. Okay, that's that's a, ni- that's a nice message. You're far too kind, Butinkoki. Thank you very much for listening to us. And not only us, but I, I, I do hear you on the other shows on SAFM also. I think you were speaking to, I think you sent a voice note to Sakina earlier today, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So thank you also uh, for the support. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we're trying to our best to bring back boxing with the platform that we have. I mean, if you listen to most sports shows around the country, everybody wants to talk about football, football, football. And we can't just talk football every, every, every single day. I think we are a sporting nation. We 
might not be a footballing nation like some people say but i think we are a sporting nation and i think really we need to put that we need to give the other sporting codes a platform that they deserve especially a sporting code that like boxing i mean people will tell you that it was their top three or top four when you count football cricket uh, rugby boxing was always there you know and we're just trying the little that we can do with the platform we just try to use it responsibly that's why we don't like to fight with the guest also sir we don't like to be in court here and just humiliate and embarrass people you know we just try to have conversations but thank you for your support uh butinkoki and thank you to everybody who likes boxing wednesday i know the other the other day we received a a message um from should i say it am i allowed to say it do they have radios in prison they do right they do have radios in prison right yeah so so we did receive um a message from a, a, actually a call a call in my in, in the office we sit in here from a middle drift a, a prison there with some of the guys wanting to speak to me and i was like yeah which one of my cousins is in trouble now and then this guy said no we like to be listening to boxing it's our tanda man and the middle drift prison so thank you for all the support and then they asked me if we can like always anyway um do we take a break we take a break and we'll speak to rambal africa promotions at sfm radio and at tabiso musia on twitter Let's now welcome on the line the CEO at Rumble Africa Promotion, CEO Nomfesane Nyatela. Good evening, CEO. Thank you for speaking to us here on SAFM. Good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to the listeners of SAFM. Yeah, cool. I'll show you it. You have a band? Hey, when? <laughs> let's talk about this tournament to CEO Airport Walk Casino. How much work has gone into putting uh, such a tournament together? Yo, you don't want to know. Like, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle, you know. It's not easy. One thing I can say is that it's not easy to organize a tournament this big, especially under the circumstances, you know. Mm. COVID-19 and everything. Sometimes you get an opponent in that country and then you are told of the traveling ban restrictions and so on. It's just not easy, Tabi. So that's one thing I can say. It's just not easy to to stage tournaments during this period of COVID. Yes, and how have you had to deal now with the boxers that are coming from overseas with COVID? Um, what what we are doing is that uh, they, are, they are arriving early. For instance, Araneta landed on Sunday. He's already in PE. Mm-hmm. And then Pakla and, and Tete, Theophilus Tete, who's going to fight Ayabonga Sonjika, they are landing early on Sunday. So they will have seven days in, in PE. Oh, okay. And then and, what? And yeah. remember, when they leave their country, mm. they get tested. Mm. And then also when they arrive here, they are, they are also tested. Mm, okay and then that does it mean now they must all all go into a bio bubble before the fight all the boxers of course of course that's the that's the sad reality that we are facing during this period whether you are going to fight a four round six mm. round you must just go to a bio bubble okay but all the boxers yeah, let's hope let's hope everything goes go, goes well here yeah, under this challenges circumstances. But I mean, the tournament, like a lot of people, are excited by what you've been able to put together here. But tell us about this headline fight. How big is this eliminator for Rusive? Um, you know what, Tabi? So it's 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 very big, and 
you know, Sive uh, is one of our up-and-coming youngsters. And for Sive to be fighting elimination at this stage, it's a very big thing, not only for him, but for also for us as a promotion. Uh, you know, it's the second elimination that we are staging. And uh, and uh, it's big because we also want Sive uh, to win. And and for Sive to win, it means we are very close to a world title. So it's big just for Sive and also for the promotion, Ramblasek. Yes, and how is he feeling? I know we're going to speak to him shortly, but from what you've seen, Nunjani, and how is he feeling? You know what? One thing about Sive is that he's full of confidence. And 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 he's he's always dedicated to the training. He's been in camp since January, since we received the letter that he, uh, he was sanctioned for elimination. Mm. So he's 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 ready. He's ready, Tabiso. He's ready, physically, mentally, and everything. The boy is ready. We are confident, uh, and we are also happy with the state of the boy. What do you say to those who say that he's being rushed? I know that there was an article that said, ah, he's being rushed. This eliminator is coming too early for him. Well, 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 they are saying that, but what do you then do when CV is rated in the top five of the IPF? What, do, what, what must we do? Must we derail his career? We can't do that. We mm. must throw all our boxers into the deep, into the deep end, so that they can, we can see whether they can swim or whatever. You know, we we can't say they are young. No, they can't fight. This. No, we are pushing them. No, it can't be like that. The fact that one is already fighting at an international stage, it means that boxer is mature enough. Okay, I believe we've got a voice note here for for Rumble Africa. Let's play it. Yeah, good mo- good evening, uh, SAFM Sports. Chibos Katleho. Yeah, let me take this opportunity and congratulate Rumble Africa for putting together such a great tournament. Uh, the touch of Unomaganjan is clearly visible there. I mean, five, is it five or six international bouts? That's really great. And uh, the opponents, I mean, it's not the usual Argentinian or Tanzanian. It's quality boxing right through. Uh, which is what we boxing fans want to see. And I'm also thankful that they've also included a bout of including female boxers in their tournament. I mean, that will go a long way in promoting female boxing. I want to wish all of them, special one, pretty boy, lights out. And of course, my favorite, Showtime, all the best. I mean, it's going to be great. And uh, I wish them all the best, Star Terry's, all of them. Hi, how's the tabs? Can you ask the guest, Umana, the match lays a boardwalk? Is it uh, can we go and, and watch the match? Because I observe COVID. Thank you. Pungane from bye. Good evening, Tabiso no CEO. Tabiso, firstly, well done to E Rumble. Africa promotion for the job that they are doing for e-boxing up in South Africa for their boxers, for us fans and everyone who's into e-boxing, they are doing very very well and and it's and it's encouraging to see a promoter as a Sandufika in boxing. I'm saying the Sandufika because 
uh, by extrapolation after 2000. So it's encouraging to see what they are doing. So siabahalalisela and may may they continue bakule. Um, just when, one question for CEO. Uh, CEO, will all the fights in your bill be televised? Because usually super sport only televised for only televised four or five, and when you have seven fights in your bill, what you see? Thanks for those. Thanks for those. See, uh, where do we start? Maybe let's start. Let's get Bongane's one out of the way there. He wants to know if tickets are being sold on boxing lockdown tournament. No, it's not. It, it, fans are not allowed. Mm. Fans are still not allowed. So, no tickets. How disappointing is that, CEO, considering the, the bill that you have? I mean, everybody is praising you on these voice notes for the fights you've been able to put together, but the fans can't go. One thing I can tell you, Tabiso, is that that's fine, we have a tournament, but I just can't imagine a tournament without the fans singing the vibe. I don't know, I don't know. In as much as I'm excited about us staging a tournament, but not having fans, ah, it's boring. And it's really disappointing. And we were hoping that at least maybe we'll get 250 Mm. because it's saying 250 inside the world. But it's what it is. It's what it is. It is what it is. Fans are still not allowed. Yeah, no. But we're going to discuss this actually tomorrow uh, to talk about uh, about fans not being allowed at, at, at venues. And then when it comes to TV then? No, 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 definitely. It will be live on Supersport. Okay, but you don't know how many they're going to show? Um, we, are, we will start at six. Okay. And, and we are hoping to finish at ten. I am not sure if all the bouts will be live on TV, but we are really hoping that they will be. Uh, the problem is that uh, there is a curfew. And oh. now, uh, Supersport was worried about their cameraman and everything traveling after 10. So we then agreed that instead of starting at 7, we will start at 6. We are hoping that at least maybe 6 or 7 bouts will be shown live on TV. Mm. So I don't know, Tabiso, but the tournament will be live from 6 to 10. Okay, let's hope so. We're just going to take a quick break. We've also got Oseve uh, on the line to speak to us. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's welcome uh, Siven Onchinga on the line. A lot of people have been asking to hear from him and he joins us now. Siven, good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Um, give, uh, good evening to you, to uh, Mr. Musiya and also to the listeners as well. How are you feeling? That's the first question. The fight um, is coming now. Um, I've been doing great. Um, I'm stronger every day. So yeah. Yes, and, and, and how have your preparations gone? Are you happy with how you've prepared? Um, I'm very happy because uh, I have a strong team. Um, I've been working hard uh, since I've heard that I'm fighting for an elimination. So, like, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been good. And, and, and for you, what does this elimination mean? Um, to me, it's more like a dream come true. Like, I've been waiting for this opportunity for my whole life. Um, so, like... Uh, uh, ever since I started, uh, I started my my career. I've been waiting for this opportunity. So this really means a lot to me. Mm. It means that um, um, one day, like I can be, I can finally be a world champion. Yes, and 
And, I mean, you, you've won your first nine fights. How has it been in professional boxing for you? Yes. Um, it wasn't easy at all because, um, especially my last two fights, uh, I fought with uh, a good, experienced boxers. So yeah, like I've been like like I said that I've been working so hard. Uh, I never planned a uh, knockout. It just happened in the ring. I I saw the one against to see you. Yes. You didn't plan that one. It just happened. Yes. Like like everyone keeps <laughs> keeps uh, keeps on asking on me like, um, how do you how do you knock everyone out? Like no, I just put the work in the gym, then uh then get ready and fight. That's all. Nine fights, folks, if you don't know nine him, KO. and nine KOs. I mean, I've heard a lot of people saying that you are probably the next big thing in South African <laughs> boxing. I know AC Dinila takes a lot for him to give somebody credit, but he told me a long time ago to watch out <laughs> for you. I finally pressure. Not at all. Like, um, first of all, I believe in myself and, and also like seven Zanzima each and every day. So, not at all. I don't feel under pressure. Yeah. But like you know, I just get in the ring and, and do the job. That's all. Yes. But but some people are saying maybe this eliminator is coming too soon for you. You needed a bit more fights just to get more experience. When how do you respond to that? Like um like everyone can say whatever upon each party. This is my time now and no one will stand in my way. So if, if if no one knows if I I have to be the world champion right now, so why don't why don't I take the opportunity? Yeah, and just yes. like just like your your nickname says, the special one. You think you're the special one? Yes, I'm I'm the special one because as you can see that um, hundred percent KO ratio and nine fights, twenty two years old, fighting for a, a world elimination bout. That's 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 really special. Yeah. And 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 with with Araneta, they call him the bomb. I mean, what do you make of him? What have you seen? Um, I've seen that uh, he he has that La Bomba punch, the uppercut, mm. and, mm. and I've, I've been preparing for that uppercut uh, ever. Since. There's nothing much about Araneta. I respect him. Uh, he's a good boxer, um, but this is my time now. So yeah, all I can say is I'm. Mm. Oh, yes. yes, and 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 who who are you help? Who's helping you prepare for this fight? Who are you sparring with there in the gym? Um, Aranet is a softball. Yeah. So next of Lucy Zomanzana, which is Naya Nalat, Oh no. Okay. We've lost uh, Siva. Apologies for that. There, apologies for that. We'll see. We have two minutes left. We'll see if we get him on. But if not, I believe we have a couple of voice notes. Hey, Toby Sopra, man, Vietnam. The I'm developing a big interest in boxing, especially every Wednesday and quads. I cannot even miss a show here Wednesday because there is good society boxing. Boxing, they say indo. It's born in India, South Africa, and all that. Kodangogo, I am very happy about what you're doing. Yabo, ngosipra, sabulela, ngumvuzi kokstad. Hi, good evening, Tabiso. I just wanted to concur with that gentleman who sent a voice note. Um, I started listening to you from Power FM. And I remember I got so excited when I heard you on SAFM because I've just moved back home in Kimberley where I don't get power FM anymore. 
and I said, this guy, nobody does sports like this guy. So I just wanted to confer to concur with the gentleman that called it. And I, when you come to sports, I sugar, nobody does it like you, man. It's Benjamin from Kimberley, uh, by the way. Sorry, Benjamin from Kimberley. Okay, thanks, thanks, uh, Benjamin. Thanks for the voice notes, guys. You're really uh, uh, kind. We don't usually play them. I know we get a lot of this kind of voice notes, but we don't re- really play them because we've only got an hour and we want to try and get as much as we can in that hour. But I mean, you, 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 you're very kind. And give Polo. I also see your tweets. Thank you for listening to us. And also to Net Netreps in Chicago, Illinois. How's that? This boy is tweeting us and he says, I'm listening from Chicago, Illinois. So thank you for that. Oh, we've got the special one back on the line. Sive, how do you approach this fight now? Because you're known as a knockout specialist. You're building a, a reputation now. How do you approach this one against Aranet? Um, remember, um, I took this fight very serious. Um, this is the big fight in my career so far. So, like, um, I won't say much, but all I can say is um, I won't be a slugger. Um, um, I'm gonna box. Um, I'll do whatever it takes to win the fight. Yeah, man. A lot of people like your confidence, as even yeah. and a lot of people are wishing you the best. We hope that every. I don't even want to talk about Alvarado because we're looking too far ahead. Let's get yeah. past Araneta first, and then we'll take it from there, champ. Yes, yes. That's that's what we have to do. Yeah. So, what we are you gonna to... do in the gym now? Are you gonna take it easy, or do you step up before the fight? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take it easy. Um, one day at a time. Like, um, even now we're polishing uh, all the weapons. Okay. Now we wish you all the best, Siva. Thanks for speaking to us. Hopefully, we'll speak to you again after you after you win at the Boardwalk Casino at Quebec. Oh, thank you very much for this platform also. Thanks, champ. You deserve it. You deserve it. Nine fights, nine knockouts, 22 years old. He is definitely the special one. So let's hope um, for the best in this fight. But we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. It's time for news.